I'm allowing myself to be in a state of confusion around all of this in relation to launching my, my bigger group. Mm -hmm. The others, not a problem. It's this. Because I haven't done it yet. Since I changed my enrollment process. So I've shared before that my bigger group enrollments almost always have been from a live event experience. Yeah. And so in March, when I did it, I had no idea what to do. So I, I did a webinar because I know how to do webinars. I did the application thing. Nobody filled it out. Like it just, it wasn't something that I am proficient at. Like that whole yeah methodology and, and sales strategy. Right. <clears throat> and I didn't have anyone enroll. And I was actually, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't care actually, because I was, I'm trying to just step out of the old model. This is how I do it to the new model. And so right now I quote unquote should be launching, right? Like if, if we're looking at timelines and so forth, because my group is ending in October um, that I currently have because I didn't know anybody or sign. Just it ends in October and should be starting a new group. Um, my intention was to start in November. I think I'm just stuck on. I don't know what to do. To launch. And I couldn't, I couldn't list the, sure, I can do a webinar, I can do. But the underlying fear of not enrolling again. And then I even wrote down, it was like, what would happen if I just waited until January, mm -hmm. right? Give myself more time, come up with a quote unquote better strategy. Cause I haven't really, I haven't really planned the launch. I mean, I've been thinking about it for three months. So what if I waited till January, which is totally a possibility, but then I feel like I'm just, pushing off the timeline just to avoid having to do this. Are you thinking that there's like a magical new how? Yeah. Cause I know, cause you, we, you were in my group last time and we've talked about the um, switching from that like live thing to this other option, which coached on several times. And I just want to be clear, you, that's still what you want to do. Do I want to do the live? No, you don't want to do the not, live. Not as an enrollment. Okay. I would love to, I so want to go back to doing live in-person stuff. My people need it. I, I need it. I love them to pieces. And when I did them before, they were just they're a lot of work, but they're so fun. Yeah. But I don't want to use that strategy as way to enroll anymore. Okay. Because what I was finding is the... I 
I think it was setting people up to join. I had a few people who joined from these. When I enrolled in person, when I did live events in person and enrolled there, I got amazing people into my programs, right? Connection, energy, match, and everything. When I had to flip to an online three-day event model, it was very different. It was very structured. Like I followed this very structured process. <clears throat> and even though I did get really good, amazing people in who've had crazy success and I loved pieces, a couple others who weren't good fits have snuck in. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm... I was getting people in and I think they were coming in because they were attracted to my energy field. Mm -hmm. And then they came in and they shouldn't have been there. Because of the structure of the three-day enrollment event, there's a very kind of like Jasmine was sharing. You know, there's this very, you know, commitment to buy and and I don't want to do that anymore because it's draining. Okay. I haven't figured out how else to bring it in. I do, I think. My brain almost thinks that there's a right way. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, well, let's just wait till January. And I'm like, I don't really want to wait till January. And then I'm only pushing the problem off. I need to just deal with the problem, rip the band-aid off. But if that's not true that the, it was the live event. They were just so draining for me. Hold on, hold on. What if it's not true? Like you are very convinced that that live event, that that energy is what had people signing up? Did it belong? No, just all the people signing up. Oh. Great people that were like, they just love you, the connection, the in-person, the this. Have you considered that that could just not be true at all? No. <laughs> right. Right. Because when you're telling, you're like, your brain is always going back yes. to like, but this live event was like the thing. And so I have to figure out, well, that's not true. It's your genius, your thing. Like whatever you create from whatever energy you created the live training, that's what they're buying. People don't give you a bunch of money just because like, oh, can it help? Sure, you can create that energy in different ways. People don't give you a bunch of money and keep giving you money just because they had fun at a live event. True. You did that. True. 100%. Like you really have to understand that because I think that even trying to figure out like what's the thing when you're always comparing it's like oh but the live event is like how it happened it just immediately puts you in a place of like it's already not enough right exactly so it wasn't the it wasn't the sales strategy that brought them in no it was your brain okay. i hate that answer <laughs> it was structurally all the action you were to have Oh. Now your brain created the actions, right? It was your brain. That is what brought them in. That is what created the money. 
it's really always just in my willingness to do hard things that just brings them in. You're so willing to do hard things. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. Can you say that so I can write it down for myself again? You're willing to do hard things? No. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 you don't need to write that down. You already know. <laughs> I actually think that you, because you're so willing to do hard things, yeah. it's almost like you're intentionally making make things, things harder. Hard. Yeah, I mean. Life throws you opportunities to learn yeah. how to do things, the hard things. Yeah. The time, you know, yep, yeah. too. Yep. And so I, I have a dual brain that part of me is like, like I'm wired to fight for the cause. Yeah. And then I'm also wired to despite that, I'm also wired for the path of least resistance. <laughs> but when it comes to and I can see that for other people, but for myself, I stay making it's already hard, right? Because you're feeling the way yeah, you're yeah, feeling it's right now. Version of hard, yes, right. Which is what I always say. Like, I don't remind yourself that, like, no, no, it's already hard. It's okay, I, right? Like, there's this happening, which feels not great. You don't need to go find more hard to earn whatever you're trying to earn. Right. Right. So my. <laughs> so LCS one. Money um, is not created. My brain created my results. Yes. Not my actions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I got it on a different level. It was more my brain created the results. Yes. Not the strategy. Because I do love strategy. Yeah. You're still gonna take action, right? right? Like it's still use the strategy. It's not just our thoughts create our results. It's our right. thoughts, our feelings, our actions, how they all go together, right? Like the whole package, that's what creates the results. But when you are believing that the live event creates the results, take all of your, like if the live event's creating it, then how could you possibly be doing it? I've given all my ownership to the event. Yes. Not to me. Yes. I'm sure everyone notice even the way you describe like I can do a webinar and a this and this and like whatever. Yeah. Right. So you can tell just the way you describe it is like, well, those things like nobody cares about those. Yeah, well, I used to those aren't a live event. Right. Right. And I used to feel the same way about webinars. I had to rename them. I couldn't call them webinars because I hated the term webinar. I had to call it a training. <laughs> like and I just I just had to yeah. Use uh -huh. what works for me. Yeah. I host workshops. That's fine. Yeah. Because <laughs> webinar has to have a sequence and a structure. Uh -huh. Training in a workshop, I just get to teach some people. Huh. <laughs> right, but just it's more the like just noticing how you describe just like the well. So I replaced it with these actions. These are blah, like whatever. Versus like the live events. Right. I could just literally just stay in the energy of look. I have the coffee that you want. You can come have the coffee, and if you're not a coffee drinker, that's fine. I could just stay in that energy and not make the person saying no to the coffee 
a personal attack. So interesting, that's what you teach your people, right? Yep, total. This is always true. I know, if it's all, we always teach what we need to learn. Yeah. It's not, because I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, I just sent an email yesterday in the PS. I'm like, enrollment's open, click the application. I was like, oh, one. And then my VA just sent me a message. She read, read like next week's now. She was loading it. She said, I read it and I wanted to join your program. <gasps> She said the energy the energy of it is so good and i was like thank you for telling me that now i need to go back and figure out what was the energy i was in when i wrote that email because i wrote it like two weeks ago okay but what do you think what do you think so not even that email but even if you think about like in the past when you were thinking about a live event thinking about planning it like going into that like okay this is going to create momentum into my year i didn't love it Okay. That's why I think I wasn't, what were your thoughts about it? Like not, not like the negative thoughts about the live event, but what were your thoughts about the effectiveness of like, do, like there was a reason you did it. Cause I believe somebody else said that I could do it that way. I borrowed their belief. And then it worked. And then we're like, okay, now this is just how I do it. Kind of. Yeah. Well, my, Yes and no. My very That's not hundred percent true because you were just saying like, and it's the connection and that people love. My me. very, very, very first in-person event was divinely given to me when I was out on a walk. And Source just said, "You need to get them together in a room, mm -hmm. put on an event." Like literally, it was like, "Get them in a room together, put on an event. They need to be together." And that's how the first one started. Okay, and that created what I wanted it to. It was that switching from the in-person to the online. And then there was something in that, but it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant because like you said, it wasn't the event that created my results or created them saying yes, it was my brain and what I share, share with them and what I do teach them and the results that they are getting. That's why I do have the results that I do despite my jacked up. Think about Stacy's coaching yesterday or what she was teaching yesterday where she was like, how can you make it fun for your clients to buy? How can you make it easy right. and fun and all of that, which you totally were doing, not because of the live event, but because of the way you were thinking about it. And this is going to be great for them. Now you're like, oh, I'll do a webinar, blah, blah, blah. which is definitely doesn't bring. And, and the past couple ones that I have done online, they would, the process of putting that on was not fun. The amount of tech that I had to learn, converting my house into a studio without support, like just, it was not fun. Okay. And so that's why you're saying- You can right, solve for that's that. That's <laughs> probably how and why I ended up attracting some people that weren't the right fit because I was doing it just to do it. Yeah. Not from the energy of this will be fun. It's always fun when I get to it. It's the filling and the, everything up to that, which I was not bringing the right energy into that to fill it up. Online, the online one. Okay. So I could actually go back and do that model again if I wanted to. That strategy, mm -hmm. again, if I wanted to. Yeah. And just decide to make it fun and easier. Yeah, if you do it without changing your brain and knowing that you're 
you're the genius that makes this happen. Your brain is why they're coming. You do it without doing that, it will just feel awful again. So I shared with Olivia the other day that my biggest launch ever was April of 2020 in the heat of COVID when they couldn't even go out and serve people. Mm -hmm. And I made $66,000. It was my biggest launch to date at my kitchen counter with a laptop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Overcomplicating it? Nope. At the beach house, it has awful lighting, by the way. They don't care about the lighting or the production or the, all the things that you said that made it so stressful for you. And I keep, I keep like going back, trying to be like, figure out what it was about that that worked so well. What was it? We just kept showing up in service. Hmm. Interesting. In a deep, deep way. And I think you probably had a thought, like, I can help them. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Now. That was, that's what, like, started it. I was like, yeah, I was like, there's no fucking way I'm letting them shut their businesses down. Oh, no, no, no. We are not doing that. Not today. Not on my watch. Kind of like, I was so, like, it had nothing to do with me. Because I was supposed to do an event that was booked. Had sold tickets. Because of COVID, did it take that pressure off of you of like doing it perfectly? Because it was like, well, we're just going to figure this out. I'm just going to do it however I can do it, it because kinda, we need the thing. It just, we were supposed to do an in-person live event that was yeah. already in motion. Yeah. And then when COVID took that away, I was like, oh, I guess I just, I won't launch. It's literally what I thought. And then I was just like, wait a minute. No, I have to do something. Like just because the event for them hold that, I have to do something for them. Yeah. This is 100% what you're doing right now, right? I just won't launch because I'll wait till January. Right, I'll wait till January. Okay. Why? This is right the now. best news ever. No, I think that's why. Okay. So much that's just been trapped in there. I haven't been able to get it out. And it's just blue. all the pieces that were just all the all the mental roadblocks and just all came crumbling down at all at once because it really it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I invite them to a webinar or tell them let's get on a call or if you want to hang out or it really doesn't matter. As long as you're in alignment with the how. Yes. Energy always comes up. Yes. Why I didn't really want to do the events, the virtual ones. But that was the only methodology that I could think of that would work. All right, who else needs? I just want to bring up one little teeny tiny point of like, this is all like amazing, amazing coaching. There was one sneaky little thought there, Kelly, that I just wrote down as you were talking. When you did your live event, however you decide to do it, but you also said they snuck in. Like there were a few people that snuck in. Oh yeah. Like they kind of like, I don't know, they came under the table, yeah, yeah, that was the window or something well, like that. I, I was have, like, what do you mean they snuck in? Yeah, yeah, I didn't have standard, I didn't have standards. Okay. 
but it could be like maybe like were they not your best clients that you let them in or were they your best clients when they came in and then somehow they weren't anymore and like you know not not that they weren't anymore but um so it was, it was but, completely me letting in like the wrong people because I didn't have a standard. Okay, so they didn't sneak in. No, no, but, <laughs> no, just yes. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. Uh, okay. Lock in the back door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you weren't looking, and they they stayed in the bathroom overnight and like you know enjoying. <laughs> okay. It's just it's all kind of fascinating right now. Okay. Thank you so much. So writing emails is not a problem. <laughs> For any of you that do launches that have thoughts like that, that they're like, oh, but like these couple clients who are like, for whatever reason, they, they snuck in or like they shouldn't be here. They're not ideal clients. I would just like normalize that. That is just the thing that happens. Yes. And now if it's the whole group or half of the group or like a large, larger amount than expected like okay maybe we examine it but a couple of course they did cost of doing business totally and sometimes they along the way will become the best client that's totally happened for me so many times and sometimes it's just very clear that they're not and that's okay you have tools to handle that who's next Anyone? Next for what, sorry. That's a great question. For, well, so we are, I opened it as like questions or coaching on what you were just working on the launch sequence or the, the email sequence. If we don't have questions for that, I think we have two options. I can just open it up for any coaching, anything we want to talk about that obviously like related to things that we've covered over the last few days, we can also take some time and write one of those emails if you would rather have a little more time to work, which sounds more delightful to you. <laughs> Who has an opinion, just say it. And we can also, we have actually an hour and a half, we could do both. I'm curious to hear email sequences. Okay, yeah. Share. You want to share yours? <laughs> you can go first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I was hoping so someone sad. would ask. All right, let's do it. All right, so my people are accountants, and there's a lot of old school thinking, traditional uh, business model stuff. So, um, what does my audience need to hear? There is a better way and there's an e and that better way is easier. They think it has to be hard. Was that email one? Yep. Okay. So you know, cluttered title currently. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You don't have to have the title, just the, that's the thing, but maybe just say like email one, email two, so I can keep it separate in my mind. Okay. Email two, uh, old school accounting beliefs that prevent your growth. Email three, you have invisible demand because they live in scarcity. Email four, 
Website copy is easy. You're not writing for the New Yorker. <laughs> you know how to talk and you know how to listen. You can write website copy. Email. Right. Write that down. Yes. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. USA Today. Level copy. Um, email five. Oh my God. Um, capturing value, latent value. Delta charges 89 bucks for an exit row seat. They used to not charge for exit row seats. If you do the math, 89 bucks, 12 seats on a plane, 10,000 flights per day. That's $10 million a day. What? Shut up. I know. I had to do the math three times. Because that's like, wow. Blew my mind. Yeah, $10 million a day of uncaptured value because they did not know how to price and capture the value. $10 million a day. Right? So my people are doing the same thing. How to capture $10 million per day. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm going to capture that email. <laughs> Right. What, what did you say? You want to capture that email. <laughs> um, wow. Change is easy when you know that the changes you will make will work. They're petrified of change. Um, or they're change averse. I think I'm on six or seven. It's okay to make money without working. Mm. They have, uh, they feel like it's cheating. Monkeys could do my job. Um, I feel guilty watching my staff work when I'm not. I can't be the first one to leave for the day. It's okay. Like, that's a hard one for them to overcome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, eight. <gasps> what to do when you don't have time? Uh, nine. Uh, when you think, or no, how to write erudite website copy that no one will understand. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's hilarious <laughs> because they write it like, like they think they have to sound erudite and nobody understands their shit. It's boring and uninspiring and intimidating. Like, nobody wants to buy it bag of overhead ratios. <laughs> That's a great subject. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there it is. That is so good. Uh, okay, bag of overhead ratios. <laughs> um, so helpful to have an audience that laughs, you know, tell you if your stuff is like a dead fish or actually fun. Um, why you need a better website, it's not why you think. Uh, There's a lot focused on websites. Okay. Thank you. I'll look at like there's three. There are three emails in okay. the in the sequence that are focused on websites. Yeah, and I think I have like ten here. I'll stop in a second. So I'll like chop. I'll give this all a haircut. Right, I've got two more. I'm almost done. Um, <laughs> you're right. No one wants accounting. <laughs> or what to do when your buyers don't want the thing you're selling. Um, and then the last one, when bad clients sneak into your business. That's what I have.
Okay, before anyone else says anything, I have two quick things. One, there were maybe a couple of things missing, like some logistics or something, like how to work with me, that kind of thing. It was, stood out to me. But the main thing that I want you to share with us is what were your thoughts about writing this? This is so fucking fun. Okay. Everyone <laughs> write that. Down. I know, and it's like right yeah, like out of that energy. Yeah. She was having a great time. All right. <laughs> I like couldn't wait to hear what the next one was, and it literally didn't matter. Right? Like she could have said anything, and I would have been like, yes, so good. Yeah. Right? Just because of that energy. And I think it makes such a big difference. So different than like. I must figure out the perfect secret. In the Facebook group last night, right? You were like, what? my stuff's the fucking best or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My I, program is fucking amazing. I don't know yes. what has happened to you, but I can like feel that from you. <laughs> it's like amazing. <laughs> Anyone that, that doesn't have, like my brain doesn't naturally go to thoughts like that. So if you are the same, it could be interesting to spend some time thinking about like, what would it look like if I did believe those things? Like, how would it change just the way I show up? And it might not be the exact same energy as Geraldine, but just that thought, like this thing I'm selling is amazing. My people need this, right? Like that energy is so different than what we can like get into sometimes when we're in there trying to figure out like, what's the perfect subject line to like get people to click the thing or open the email. That was my main thing that I just wanted to point out okay. for everyone. That's not actually helpful for you. Probably it was helpful for everyone else though. So thank you. What's been like coming up for me is like the important, like I don't think that when I'm writing copy, like sometimes I'm not using an ITC before, like I get into the zone. Like I'm looking sometimes for quality or not quality. No, it's not, it's not right. <laughs> Quantity, right? Out of myself mm -hmm. versus kind of like um, Mary was talking about, like how she's feeling when she's like compelled. So just thinking about like that energy, like it's been thoughtful for me to be like, even if I only got one email, it, it yes. really could take one email to do whatever I need to do instead of like, I need to write 10 right now and like forcing that force. It's like a, a, a grounded from that place versus a productive day. Yeah, yeah. Like I can crank out eight versus yep. write one really compelling piece of art, really. And like bulldozing through that, like mm -hmm. the importance of that. Does anyone have feedback for, for Geraldine around? I'm gonna go get my CPA. Right? <laughs> Tell her where to subscribe. No, I just wanna work with you, but I'm not a CPA. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in general, like, is that the right, some of it is snarky. So I wanna scrub the snark because I don't wanna come across that way. Um, but the snarky kind of gets me in the spirit. But like, why would you wanna yeah, scrub it? Yeah, yeah, I, well, I don't want them to, well, well they, I don't want them to feel, I don't want to give them a circumstance in which they feel diminished or small or like made fun of or teased. I don't want that. I don't know if I can, maybe I'm over trying to over control. Maybe they need some joy if you're eating right. title. I do attract a pretty fun crowd. Yeah, maybe yeah. there's a difference. There's a line. Between, but let's be honest. This, okay. is, this is how we're feeling or this is how we're thinking. Yeah. Okay. And whatever that filter is that you're like, I don't want this. I don't want them to, to feel this, think this, like run it through that filter 
but you can keep the okay. keep your tone. It doesn't sound me. Right. Experience. You're not saying it to yeah. me personally. <laughs> okay. Okay. So and maybe cool. and maybe the people who are gonna take it personally, they don't need to be. I mean, if they can't manage their thoughts around the fact that this is like this is a thing, and they're maybe they're not ready for you. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm gonna be like joking around and yeah. like I crack yeah. jokes. It's and very it's playful. Sense. That's the sense yeah. that that's that's playful. So if that's what you do in the container, I feel like that's you're setting that tone already. Yeah. I don't actually think they appreciate the humor because I think they think their own profession and industry is like eating a sleeve of saltines. So dry and warm. I like saltines. So. I mean, I'm nothing not against saltines, but like, no one thinks they should. like our favorite snack in the hospital. Every day working in the hospital, I have them in my pocket. So that's my lunch. And peanut butter. You're talking to the wrong crowd. I know. <laughs> I mean, um, thought is that most of those are like one, one kind of brand of here's a like, uh, like overcoming objections. And I heard that in there. And then I heard, um, talking about like some specific things you're going to be teaching them. And then it's just missing, like I said, uh -huh. missing that kind of like logistic piece. Here's how you work with me. Here's logistics container. Yes. If you, if you want a list of like the trainings and the schedule, yes. we're actually going to be looking at. Okay. So okay. more like, so balance the like think about what questions might they have like they're going to get this email that's like here's how we solve this problem or here's how we overcome this thing but like they might think okay, okay but what is that how are we going to do that what does that mean how would i work with her how are we going to do okay i'm going to learn this but how am i going to do it and how am i okay so give them a little bit more about the container or the how that kind of stuff mm -hmm. okay the other thing too is that you were talking to me yesterday about like your step kind of program and it got me really excited. I was like, I wonder if I could do that for my people. What you were saying, like the moving it from like an 80 hour or whatever hour week work, yeah, work with yeah, the 40, 25, then the 25, yeah, then yeah. five or whatever it may be. Yeah. Like even selling them on their future self. You know what I mean? I think that that is beautiful. And then right, like maybe if you want to get down to 25 hours, 25 hour work week. Like, let me be clear. My goal is eventually, like, let's get over the overwhelm right now yep. so we can even see this vision of, you know, and so many of my clients have done this and I can, you know, help you too. It's a lot, it's really easy. And then you have like, you know, it's brought up before you have three website emails that could probably go into one. And then a lot of PSPR, I think, yeah. emails and maybe using some of those for pre-launch to get them excited, like about the idea. So you can swap out some of those for, instead of like cutting out some of these things, use that for pre-launch and then, and then have the how the logistics emails in those places, like strategy, strategically placed. Yes. So when people are like, yes, she hears me, she sees me, like she knows exactly what I'm going through. I need to like press by that they have all the information they need. I'm not totally tracking the timeline. So in the pre-launch emails, which would be before the 10 email sequence. Yeah do like PSPR. It'd be like, this is why I built this program, right? Because of all these problems, right? I mean, yeah. not in one email, but over. I think what she's saying is instead of getting rid of any of those things that yeah. you have there, yeah. add in some of the things that we were talking about, like these are the things that are missing, but still use those emails, like send a weekly email leading up or like a, you know, whatever it is, yeah. however, whatever your structure is, like don't get rid of them. They're all yeah. great. Yeah, just still yeah. use them. Use them else, use them in pre-launch phases. Yeah. 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 Use them to create demand, maybe mm -hmm. more of this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm in I'm in my last 10 days before launch. I'm on day 10. Oh, you're gonna have future launches too. Yeah. No, so I'm just I'll use yeah. them for the next one. So yeah. right now I'll focus on uh filling out the container for the launch and then keep the anything excess. I mean I write every day. I write five days a week. 
all. So I've got plenty of open email slots to fill. You, you can also use testimonials from your current one-on-one -on -one clients for the, for the 10 people that like show up all the time for your, your free program, not your, uh, your free program, right? No, really like, like Stacey has here, she has um, three before and afters, like even if it's like Stacey video, the before and the after, but you can definitely give social proof mm -hmm. yeah. from your one-on-one your -on -one clients and or your um, pilot program clients about like really what transformed for them, like even what um Hala was saying about like going from your 80 hour week to 40 to 25 to 5 whatever it is but if your people are saying like yeah just in the last two months i've shaved like 20 hours off of my work week and it's changed my life that's a pretty compelling mm -hmm. you know, reason to join your program you just said 80 to 40 you just gave me a title because i have i don't know if i've said this out loud and i can stop talking at any time but down to 20, so the, like the progression is down to 25 hours and then down to five hours, right. but it didn't have a name for the first phase, which is from 80 to 40. Great. I take that. I take commissions, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay you in free muffins. <laughs> Does anyone else love to, oh, oh, I just wanted to ask, somebody said it earlier and I wrote it down and I don't know if you have it weaved into there. But you, because I would assume uh, an accountant that's been working a zillion hours a week, you might think this is unrealistic. Oh, so good. Right? Thank you. Yes, I wrote, you might think this will be unrealistic. You might think this would never work. You might that's really good. It won't work for you. Nice. Yeah. So those were three, I don't know if you said it, but those were power forward for you. I love that. I think for people who calculate for a living, like they're like, I can't see how these number of yes. Like, yes. like this math does not make sense, but believe me. That's exactly one plus one does equal three or whatever yeah. it may be. You, what did you say? For people who calculate for a living. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know these out, this, this, you know, this, you're going to say that this is not, like this has to have proof or whatever. Yeah, kind of like a ge like geometry, like you know all the proofs. From Just give me an actual like number. <laughs> when we write out the launch sequence, I haven't quite come up with all the, the cool wording uh -huh. Geraldine has, but I, I think I've more written structure. Can I yeah. share it? I think yes, please. I'm in at the other direction. I just want to check in. I, Absolutely. And if it's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so my pre-launch email sequence, which is selling the workshop. So email one, workshop incoming, and it's the secret source to having fun selling your products and increasing your sales with a link to the workshop and PS with when the enrollment opens. Then email two is how, what, she do, what Stacey does in the webinar course is she says the first thing is to let them know it's for them. So I thought an email two, this is exactly for you, you're in the right place. So nail problem plus simple solution and then share a success story, link to workshop, PS enrollment opens on X date. Then email three, the kind of you're not alone piece that we were talking about, maybe something around that subject, but you're not alone, so a story like that. And then a success story that matches that, link to workshop, PS enrollment opens, and then email four, um, why this 90 minutes will blow your mind. So paint the vision of what's possible. Workshop is tomorrow. PS enrollment opens X. So then I'm into the launch email sequence. So email five, which lands mid-live workshop. So enrollment open and a surprise 24 hour bonus inside. Email six, 
the workshop replay and the three most asked questions and the surprising answers. I mean, I'll, I'll make them up if I yeah, love it. the answers. Um, email eight, this is simple and doable. It's the proven process plus logistics of the program plus a success story. Email nine, coaching in your pocket. So telling them about Ask a Coach, which is one of the biggest draws to the program. Um, and, then and then maybe some examples of how people have used Ask a Coach. I can do something on video with that. Email 10, sneak peek inside the program. So maybe just a little video showing them actually inside how everything works. Um, email 11, the success guarantee. So investing in yourself plus the money back guarantee. Email 12, last chance to join us. Why now is exactly the right time for you and why? Email 13, enrollment closed, save the date for the next enrollment and signposting three podcast episodes to listen to now to start applying the work you've learned in the workshop. You just write these down. Well, can you start again? <laughs> yeah, right. Those sound amazing too. Why do you think that's different? That I'm, this, is no, this is not coaching on like what you actually just said, but why do you think that's different than what she did? I found myself trailing away as I was saying it. I was really beating myself up in my thoughts as I was reading it all out to you. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what was the thought that led to the trailing? Droning. Going on, droning. That was fun and jazzy. You're so like let up when you're, I'm comparing, it's terrible. Why am I comparing? There's <laughs> not pink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> when you offer this, like I, I get into this thing where it's like, I've said the same things to myself like 8 million times. And I'm like, oh, I'm just droning. Like, oh. <laughs> but imagine hearing that for the first time. Like I was just hearing that. I'm like, oh, cool. You know, that sounds really good. Like makes sense to me like and yeah. yeah I heard you know you didn't sound like fucking excited <laughs> I, I get that but at the same time I was like yeah like I want that you know what I mean so can you put yourself sort of in the vantage point of somebody who's never heard any of this before mm -hmm. yeah and I need to work on that too yeah I just I feel my energy just draining with what's going on in my head right now I feel like you started off excited and then, and like, like the first four, you were really excited and started writing them down and then you were like, and then blah, 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 blah. So let's, why don't you read the last, well, read the last half. Maybe you're not as excited about those than you are the first half. I love telling people about Ask Coach, the coaching in your pocket, this idea of Leona in your pocket. Huh? Like that really is. Like, what do you love about it? Yeah. What do you love? love about that. But like, what do you love about the program? Oh, the program. Um, oh God, I feel so embarrassed right now. <laughs> what do I love about my program? Um, I love working with artists and makers. Um, I love uh, helping them integrate their creativity into the selling process, helping them find what lights them up within their creativity to, I've just said that. Um, anything else? <laughs> so like why, why do you like to help them with that? that's how they make money and why is that why it's just a hobby bingo yeah yeah so i can help them make money. turn your hobby into a career right yeah yeah absolutely help my clients buy their first house hmm? yeah because mm -hmm. i think like when we say like coach in your pocket i think that's a lot of coach speak of someone who hasn't worked with a coach yeah. like they don't know what that is right so it's like 
and often, like when I was trying to find a coach, I kept words like a mentor, a business incubator. Like I was looking for that. They don't know what it means. So if like you just take them to that process and be like, you know, like this, why I do this work is so impactful because artistry is a dying business and it doesn't have to be. Like I'm resurfacing all of these businesses that just go unnoticed. You guys are also brilliant. You're so talented. I want to highlight you. Yeah. Your artwork is so beautiful. I can't. It's in. You know, I mean, I genuinely believe yeah. I am. A, yeah. I am an artist. It, it means a lot to me. Yeah. To, to see people earn money from their creativity. Yeah. But what, like, why do they have such a hard time selling this that they don't know how to do it? Or they think people are not going to buy it? Or they should do it for free? Or I think it's a lot of the, the emotion that I'm feeling now. Embarrassment. Oh. <laughs> and okay. don't want to show off. Self-doubt. Um like i just love like having a craft room at home and making all this cool shit but the idea of showing it to someone and then trying to ask money for it is daunting it's a daunting prospect i'm and i think the idea the blow your mind idea is that not only can you do it you can have fun doing it and i like the way stacy teaches i have loads of examples from my own career where i've had so much fun selling my products so i can share my own experience and then help them implement it in a way that works for them. Sounds like your people are like suffering and you're like releasing them for that, like giving them ultimate creativity. I don't know if I use the word suffering, but I hear what you're saying. I feel like if you like, you have such a like passion for something and you're like, you're kind of hiding it. Maybe suffering is too heavy of a word. Hmm. I'm wondering if, are, do you actually feel like what she's saying, or is it just an embarrassment in this moment of just saying it out loud? Uh, you see the difference? Like, yeah. there's like the thoughts about like the beautiful things that she was just offering. And then there's like, because I experience this where it's just like, no, but in this moment, I just feel very embarrassed uh -huh. to like say this out loud and read it. Yeah, in this moment. Yeah. This sounded brilliant to me. There were a couple that I was like, I will write that down. Yeah. Send them that email. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Video behind the scenes. I have that. I could send that. E like literally that's what was happening in my mind. I was like, these yeah. emails are genius. And I'm happy to, to like, I've got my, you know, I've got a few models that I want to practice, you know, this is so fucking fun. Thought <laughs> <laughs> so I shall be borrowing. I want you said twice lights you up. Like yeah. those were your words. Yes. You're happy to, I mean, I'm happy to give you a copy of this is so fucking fun. But <laughs> what but yours is lights you up. Like what lights you up? Yeah. You get in that space. Yeah. What happens when you write from that space when you just get lit up about your people? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I'm giving people the power to transform their art, their passion into a sustainable living. Yes. Right? And I have a back full of stuff yes. that I've made and I'm very proud of that I have not had the balls to solve. Mm -hmm. So like, oh God, like if you would come along and be like, no, really, we can do this. Yeah. It would have been like, oh, you're going to help me, you know? Yeah. Can I, can I ask? So we... It was so beautifully illustrated on the thoughts going into writing the emails. What was your thought going into the writing your emails first? What was that? 
Oh, so I wrote the model uh, email sequence in my C line. Um, uh, I know exactly what I'm doing. Okay, perfect. Love that. Then, what was your thought when you started to read it out loud to us? No idea. Yeah. I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting this right. Like, that was the disconnect I felt. Because so when I was just listening and hearing your words, I was like, yeah, this is like, it, I felt the I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I did too. And it, I just heard a little nervousness in your delivery, which who cares? That's not just kind of. Yeah, it was the peripheral. Yes. And I. I feel myself shedding that, evolving out of that, getting more comfortable around coaches. Yeah. <laughs> all of the problem for you to be nervous. It's Love totally fine. You. Yeah. And it's totally not a problem. Because yeah, you know okay. exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Leona in your pocket is kind of fun. <laughs> I know. I love that. Like being around you, I'm like, I want you yeah. in my pocket all the time. I can see a really cool like graphic you could make, like a sticker. Oh it's it's been illustrated a few times. <laughs> <laughs> make it into a decal that you can send to people. I had a client who created a little like Lindsay on a stick, and she was like, "It's Lindsay on my shoulder," and she would like hold it. <laughs> it didn't look like me at all of course it was like a little six figure it was hilarious she would literally do it on calls and i'm like oh my gosh like, this was a long time ago years ago but i think about that all the time and i think the thought is that same concept right of like i love how much you love that like it, you it clearly lit you up when you were talking about that and i think that that's that's just the energy you want to tap into when you're writing the emails who cares if you're nervous reading it out loud to us like what matters is how are you feeling when you're writing them when you're yeah. by yourself doing the thing yeah and you could think about that concept for your clients too right like yeah here's if you feel nervous selling your thing like you know it's genius yeah create it with this energy and then feel the nerves and go do it yeah exactly that yeah thank you you're welcome this just popped um made me think of something so she was um sharing that in the the Lindsay on the stick and stuff and um <laughs> my people have often always said I sat there and I said what would Kelly do WWK and I'm like exactly right but as I was thinking that because I love that giving that to them to because it's almost like future focusing too that they have your support so my people love to <clears throat> quote unquote pick my brain and I hate that that same term. Oh my God. It's like, mm -hmm. I'm not a chicken. You yeah. can't pick at me. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's words that they would use. Yeah. Would it be something from an energy perspective? Would it be something that I mm -hmm. would say, like, have the ability to pick Kelly's brain for the next X months or whatever? Or me just writing that being like, yeah, why would you ever write that when you're like, I hate this so much? Well, I don't, they can pick my brain all day if they're paying me for it. Just not the free pick your brain thing. That's the thing. That's, Excuse me. You know, the, the DMs that, oh, just pick your brain for five minutes. Mm -hmm. That's stuff that I'm like. I'm not going to answer this question. Okay. <laughs> backspace, <laughs> backspace, backspace, backspace. Well, I don't think there's a right or wrong, right? It's like. I have done that and I stopped doing that. I don't think that there's a right or wrong. I used to offer some pick my brain sessions oh. for like, it was like 250 for like an hour. And I, I have a hard time stopping them. So they're like, just one more thing, just one more thing, just one more thing, which is actually why I stopped doing console calls. 
because they don't come to the console. They, there's no framework. And I, that's a hot, another whole, but I, I just don't do that. All of what you're creating from your mind, right? Uh, yes. When you call them pick my brain sessions and they're like, come to pick your brain and ask you a hundred questions. <laughs> well, yeah, I did that like once, but got <laughs> it. All right. Who, who else would love to share or needs coaching on something? How's Zoom doing? Good? Everyone awake? You're too yeah. far away. I can't tell if your eyes are open. I'll share mine. Love it. All right. Okay. So honestly, because mine isn't necessarily a start end, I could just keep going. So I have 15. I'll read them quickly. Um, okay. Number one. The hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you doing a launch that is a start and end? Well, an end is tricky because I'm not closing the cart. So how would you define end? I think this is where the, like, what's the incentive for them to join right now? Like when you really do that work and know, like how, when, how does that end? When does it end? And maybe it doesn't really end, but like whatever, however you're going to talk about it will end. The way I'm thinking about it, although I started to add a couple emails beyond this, but the way I'm thinking about it is that I have to have a cutoff because of the uh, November retreat. So basically uh, my goal with this series of emails is to focus on getting people in, in September and October, because after that, then we're talking about the next retreat. Okay, so that's the incentive, right? Like get in now if you're interested and doesn't, I mean, you could say Palm Springs because that is amazing, but it doesn't, it's not the incentive of like going to Palm Springs, right? It's the incentive of all the things that, all the purpose of the retreat. Right, right. And my suggestion would be to make an actual, like anyone that joins by this date is available to, or, you know, how, whatever the actual things are, but like is available to sign up for this retreat. Like that is a huge incentive. Yeah. I guess I'm underplaying that, but yeah. it's good to hear that. Yeah. You have to find it in your mind problem. first. What did you say? You have to find it in your mind first, right? Like you have to really believe it. Otherwise your brain will go back to that thing of like, oh, I'm like creating this like fake urgency. Yeah, It's not fake. Right. Like this is a big deal. I want to go to the retreat. I would a hundred percent be like, oh my gosh, and Sunday I have to get in so I can go to the retreat. That is really helpful. Okay. So I think that would become, I don't know if that, maybe it will, but I don't know if that'll change the subject lines themselves or the emails I have planned, but um, I think it would change, obviously, call to action. Yeah, so, you don't have to change what you're going to read. I just, I just noticed the way you kind of lead it in, lead it, led in with this yeah. caveat of like, just so you know, there's like no beginning and no end. So I could, this could just like go on forever when you have that thought going to show up in your copy and then your clients are going to be like oh I can just like sign up whenever it just goes on forever mm -hmm. so I'm going to read you I'm going to I'm going to read you up to the deadline what I would think would be the email deadline perfect so email one would be the impact of intuition the number two is the cost of feeling salesy Number three is now enrolling. 
just straight up. Number That's like four. logistics. Uh, sorry? That's like a logistics email. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, number four is the women of Wu philosophy. 